It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to the Will Power Chair and Scooter Round Wednesday Travel and Cruise Industry News. On this, the 18th day of January 2023, I'd like to wish my bouncing baby boy a happy 50th birthday today. Bye, bye. He's getting old, which means that I'm a lot older. But anyway, happy birthday to Jason. Now, all of you guys know that I have a very special relationship with my son. So, we have a good time at all costs. All right, we do have some headlines this morning. We'll talk quite a bit about NASA in the Bahamas. They broke their visitor record three times, like in a week. Norwegian Joy sailings canceled in 2024. Don't worry, folks. It's not my uh, cruise that I'm doing on the Joy in May. It's not that one. Special total eclipse sailing from Holland, America. Carnival America Alaska cruises changed. Another Holland America story is one of the HAL ships have returned to Asia, finally. And the Mississippi River's largest cruise ship to debut in 2023. And I have some thoughts on that one. That and much more live here at 11 o'clock. Today, folks, is National Gourmet Coffee Day. So all of you guys that are hooked on Starbucks and stuff, go celebrate with Starbucks or, you know, one of your fancy coffees or lattes or cappuccinos or any of those fancy gourmet coffees. I mean, you know, in a way, I celebrate a, my gourmet coffees every day. I, I bring in uh, Colombian coffee. Now, yes, I cheat. You know, I have the Keurig and bring in the cups to make my Keurig. Uh, but it's Colombian coffee, so it is gourmet coffee. And that's what I have every morning. Usually I'm fixing my first cup of coffee about 4 a.m. Some days I sleep in. Today I slept in a little bit later than normal, as a matter of fact. Cats didn't even get me up till almost 6. That's late for them. And pretty late for me. If you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard as always. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, all the big hitters. Just search for travel and cruise industry news, and up pops the fat travel guy. And by the way, folks, anytime if you ever need to send me an email for something and you can't remember what my email is, if you can remember Chili, that's spelled it's the longest way possible, C-H-I-L-L-I-E, Chili at ChiliFalls.com. Falls, of course, is my last name. Uh, and I'll get it. comes right to my computer every time. All right, guys. 
Um, it's been a really busy morning today. I have not loaded up any of the pictures from folks that are traveling because it's been nutty here. I'm probably, before the day is over with, going to add another uh, a 14-day cruise to my kind of the hole in my schedule. You know, just a couple days ago, I added one on April the 1st. That plugged up part of that hole. Well, this would be 14 days from uh, early March. And actually, this is a full transit uh, Panama Canal cruise that I'm looking at on the Zandam. For some reason, I'm just in this thing right now about Holland America. Of course, I like Holland America, so that's fine. But I'm getting really some really good uh, deals for yeah, for a solo person uh, with Holland America right now. So uh, I may just do this. I've got a phone call to make as soon as I get off the show today. But that's a 14-day. It, it starts in Fort Lauderdale. Full transit. Uh, ends up in San Diego. I uh, didn't even look where it stops. Let me see. Do I have that pulled up here? Uh, maybe I don't have that pulled up now. But anyway, it is. Uh, oh, yeah, I know where it is. It'll be down here under Panama Canal. Uh, sand down. 14 days. There it is on March the 4th. And it stops in. Uh, Cartagena, then full transit of the Panama Canal, Puerto Caldero, Costa Rica, Carenta, Nicaragua, Puerto Quetzal, Guatemala, Huatuco, Mexico, and Puerto Vallarta, and then into San Diego. 14 days, gets into San Diego on March the 18th. So I could get home in time to turn around and go back to Fort Lauderdale on April the 1st. I couldn't fit, I was hoping to fit something in the schedule where I'd come in on the day of the cruise or the day before the cruise on April 1st. Nothing fit. So at least nothing fit in the price range that I was looking at. But anyway, this is a pretty good deal. So if I have a little extra travel involved, that's okay. All right, guys, I'll be back with today's news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. The top story today has to deal with NASA in the Bahamas, of course. A place that, you know, all of us that have cruised forever have been going to a bazillion times. It got to a point where I was tired of it. Then I discovered my lady that made the pina coladas and I started going back ashore in Nassau. And now I've been back the last three or four times. Just I'll go ashore just to inspect the construction project. Well, it's getting ready to be opened fully, folks. But this, this is dealing a little more with the past, a little bit more in the future. But mostly in the past, Nassau recently experienced its busiest period in history breaking its own one-day visitor number record three times in the space of one week. More than 150,000 cruise ship passengers have already visited the port since the start of the year. Folks, today is the 18th. They've already got 150,000 people 
if you spend that math out, that's going to be pushing 4 million people this year. On December 28th, Nassau broke its one-day visitor number when 25,279 cruise ship passengers visited on the same day from the Carnival Sunshine, Carnival Liberty, Carnival Dream, Norwegian Getaways, Liberty of the Seas, and Independence of the Seas. Then on January 5th, the port broke that record with 25,393 arriving from Carnival Conquest, Carnival Legend, Freedom of the Seas, Liberty of the Seas, Carnival Dream, and Symphony of the Seas. And in the same week on January 8th, the port broke the record again with a staggering 26,396 cruise ship passengers arrived on the same day. These guests arrived in the port on Carnival Liberty, Carnival Sunrise, Norwegian Escape, Liberty of the Seas, Wonder of the Seas, and Freedom of the Seas. Nassau has welcomed, like I said, 150,000 cruise ship uh, folks already this year. This sets the port up to break records it set in 2019 when 3.85 million passengers visit Nassau while building on its solid base it set last year. While the numbers over the past couple of weeks have been incredible for Nassau, all in all, 2022 was an exceptional year despite the lower occupancy rates for cruise ships at the early part of the year. The port still welcomed 3,200,000 on passengers arriving from 1,140 ships. And that was with the lower numbers for, uh, what, six months out of the year, if not longer. Although 2019 uh, cruise traffic to Nassau broke all the previous records with 3.85 million. Nassau is confident this will make an exciting target for 2023. Not surprising as 2022 just had 5.5% fewer cruise ship calls than 2019, while the start of the year saw occupancy rates at just 45% overall and the averages of 1,148 passengers per ship. By the fourth quarter of 2022, the Bahamas welcomed 989,000 cruise ship passengers compared with 986,000 in 2019. Good sign that they're going to break that this year. The year 2022 at Nassau Cruise Port was not just about the cruise industry's comeback, but also about the waterfront in downtown Nassau and Prince George's Wharf makeover. With the completion of Berth 6, a new cruise berth with Icon and XL class capabilities, Nassau can now regularly welcome six ships per day. And remember, folks, some of those ships that can get into Nassau now are the big guys that can carry like 6,000 passengers. To prepare for over 60 new Bahamian retail art, uh, retail art and food beverage outlets, and a new entertainment venue. The dredge material from the Birth 6 construction was used to expand and improve the Nassau waterfront. The cruise port and the waterfront in downtown Nassau are expected to open 
May the 27th, with the maritime works approximately 99% finished now, and the ongoing work to the waterfront uh, and cruise terminal about 70% completed, and different sections of that get completed every day. So, folks, if you have not been to Nassau in a while, you need to go. It is so different now. It can handle so many more cruise ships, so many more things to do. And when they get this new waterfront open, I mean, that's going to be really, really nice where you can stay close to the ship and do all your shopping and eating and partying and whatever you want to do without traipsing all over hell and gone yonder unless you just want to. Now, they'll have excursions like they always have. You know, you can swim with the dolphins and you can go across to the big fancy resorts. You can do scuba diving, got fishing, and all sorts of things you can do in Nassau. But this strictly is going to be downtown Nassau, which, let's face it, folks, it turned into the pits. Not anymore. Man, it's going to be really nice. So, if you haven't been, plan on it sometime. It's, it, after May, at least, you know, so you can witness everything that's new. That's my thoughts. All right, the Norwegian Joy. You know, I'm going to be on the Norwegian Joy on the 1st of May this year for an 11-night cruise to the Southern Caribbean. Into Panama. I seem to be in this this thing with Panama Canal cruises now. I got I think there's I've, I think I've got four cruises booked this year already that go to Panama. <laughs> and now and but none of them were full transit. And if I book this one today, that'll be a full transit. So I will I will be become an expert on Panama. Yeah, no, I won't. But I'll p- pretend like it at least. Anyway, guests eagerly anticipating upcoming cruises aboard the Norwegian Joy in early 2024. Not when I'm going to be on it in 23, by the way, folks. Unfortunately, they got to reschedule their vacation plans as Norwegian Cruise Line has emailed book passengers that a month of sailings has been canceled for ship's revitalization. This is a quote from the email as part of our commitment to continuously offer extraordinary vacation experiences around the world for our guests and to uphold a consistent world-class product across our fleet. Norwegian Joy will be undergoing a revitalization in early 2024. Norwegians getting like politicians. You know what that means? Anyway, I can't fault them for putting the ship in. It's been, by the time that gets around, it'll be three years. So it's time. Uh, In order to complete these enhancements, the email continues. Norwegian Joy Sailings between January 6th, 2024 through and including February 10th, 2024 have been canceled. 
A total of four sailings are impacted by the cancellation, including two one-way 15-night voyages between Miami and Los Angeles that would have taken guests through the Panama Canal. That's bucket list cruises for a lot of people. And the various ports in Colombia, Guatemala, and Mexico. The other two canceled cruises are typical five-night Mexican Riviera getaway, you know, to at least to Cabo, some of them to Mazatlan. There's also a seven-night Western Caribbean that goes to Honduras, Belize. So, you know, nothing particularly fancy on the other cruises. But again, no details about the ship's planned revitalization. So, they really don't explain anything about why all of a sudden they've got to do, you know, a dry dock. You'd think these would be planned in advance. Now, I know they're going to say that it's supply chain issues. Well, okay. Still, these things should be planned equally as far ahead as the schedules. Come on. It's not just Norwegian. Carnival did the same thing on Carnival Paradise not too long ago. Norwegian did it once before on the Encore. Other people seem to be able to do this where they don't schedule cruises when the ship's going to dry dock. And many of them do a three-year turnaround, I found out. That's kind of normal for the cruise industry. Every three years, the ship goes in to be, you know, have the oil changed and tuned up. It should be noted that... um, uh, the uh, cruise, of course, is getting all their money back if they paid for it. Uh, it should be noted that uh, if they uh, they also get a future cruise credit of 10%. That's not much. In addition to the full refund, guests are also being offered a 10% future cruise credit based on the fare paid for the canceled voyage, which may be applied to any future Norwegian cruise line sailing through December 31st of 2024. The email also says, we appreciate your understanding. Well, no, I don't understand it. It's not affecting me, so I shouldn't be complaining that much. I just, Norwegian is just not doing anything to help themselves right now. They keep shooting themselves in the foot, it seems to me. All right, another story from Holland, America. Holland, America has revealed new sailings, including special total solar eclipse itineraries among their offerings of unique and engaging itineraries for the 2023-2024 season. The first solar eclipse, and the reason I'm pointing this out, folks, They expect these to sell out quickly. Some of you may be interested. You've got to jump on this one. At least call them and get a deposit down quickly. The first solar eclipse cruise is aboard the Rotterdam-class Zandam, which will depart San Diego on March the 30th. The 14-night round-trip sailing includes visits to a variety of ports along the Mexican Riviera and Baja Peninsula, such as Manzanillo, 
Huatuco, Puerta Vallarta, Loreto, La Paz, and Cabo San Lucas. On the day of the eclipse, that's April 8, 2024, the ship will be, be visiting Mazatlan, right in the midst of the total eclipse zone. Koenigsdam will also offer a special eclipse sailing, departing from San Diego for a 22-night voyage on April the 5th, 2024, and the vessel will be at sea on April the 8th during the eclipse for unparalleled viewing. Ports of call on the cruise include Cabo San Lucas and Puerto Vallarta in Mexico, as well as four ports in Hawaii and a visit to Victoria, British Columbia before arriving in Vancouver on April the 27th. We took time, uh, we took extra time crafting the solar eclipse cruises so they are perfectly aligned to give our guests a total view, said Beth Bowden-Steiner, Chief Commercial Officer for Holland America Line. We expect them to book up quickly so those who are interested should not delay. The astronomical phenomena in April 2024 is the first viewable total eclipse in the Northern Hemisphere since August of 2017, and there will not be another visible in the Northern Hemisphere till August of 2026. There will be the first total solar eclipse to be seen in Mexico since 1991. Good move, Holland America. And I'm sure there'll, there'll be other cruise lines that'll follow suit on this. But Holland America, that's the first I've seen anybody actually advertising it. Carnival Miracle. Carnival has announced modifications for 11 different sailings to Alaska for the Carnival Miracle. The changes vary and impact different sailings as early as the ship's very first Alaskan sailing of this coming season, the 2023 season, while the last impacted departure date is the first sailing in 2024. The biggest change for each altered itinerary appears to be removing uh, Victoria, British Columbia as a port of call and instead planning a visit to Prince Rupert. We talked about Prince Rupert uh, one day last week. A change that has been made on 10 of the 11 altered itineraries. All right, here's the changes for the Carnival Miracle in case you have any of them booked. On sailings, May 15th, July 10th, July 24th, and August 21st. Modified port times for Icy Strait Point and replaced Victoria with Prince Rupert. On April 23rd and September 10th, now departing Long Beach at 5 p.m., replaced Victoria with Prince Rupert. On June the 12th sailing, modified port times for Icy Strait Point, replaced Tracy Arm Fjord with Endicott Arm Fjord, and Victoria taken off, Prince Rupert added. And on these three cruises, May the 29th, June 26th, and August 7th, they replaced Victoria with Prince Rupert. 
And finally, on the April 21st, 2024, the departure time from Long Beach is now 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, that is the changes on the Carnival Miracle. Another Holland America. Boy, Holland America is a heavy in the show today, aren't they? Holland America is finally back with sailings in Asia with the cruise ship MS Westerdam. That's the ship I'm going to go to Alaska on this year. In its first Asian visit since 2020, cruise industry shutdown, the MS Westerdam arrived in Palo Komodo Island on Saturday. Following the first stop, the cruise liner arrived in Bali after visiting uh, uh, Indonesia on Sunday. The Indonesia calls are part of a 30-day repositioning cruise that began in Auckland, New Zealand back in December and will end in Singapore tomorrow. After a routine dry dock in Singapore, Westerdam is scheduled to begin a full Asia program in early February sailing from Singapore and Japan to various countries, including China, the Philippines, Korea, Indonesia, and Japan. The ship's Asian season will end at the end of April. She will embark on North Pacific crossing to Seattle with calls in Japan and Alaska. Westerdam will begin a spring-slash-summer Alaska cruise season from Seattle in early May, and I will be on her in early June. Finally this morning, the largest cruise ship ever to sail on the Mississippi River is scheduled to set sail in June of 2023. The Viking Mississippi is a large riverboat that boasts five decks. The Viking River cruise ship measures 450 feet in length, 75 feet in width. The vessel can accommodate 386 passengers in 193 staterooms, served by 148 staff and crew. The passenger staterooms provide the ultimate comfort and all have private step-out balconies, except the eight French balcony cabins, king-size double beds, mini bars, and bathrooms with heated floors. The ship's has amenities aplenty for passengers. Some of these include a sun terrace with an infinity plunge pool. Besides the luxurious infinity plunge pool, a vacationer can enjoy some alone time at the bow, a sitting area at the front of the boat. Guests can also visit the Explorer's Lounge and Bar, which offers two-story panoramic views of the Mississippi. At River Cafe, they can order Norwegian delicacies, and American dinners. This river cruise ship offers four itineraries from eight to 15 days. Some of the guided tours and excursions are also included. I would also like to point out, folks, that there are a number of handicapped accessible cabins on board this ship that are completely ADA compliance. 
it says. And of course, there's an elevator. So if you're in my disabled community, we can actually look at river ships now. So I'm sure we'll have more information on that in the future. And admittedly, folks, this is, it's a little bit different pricing. It's a little bit different than you're used to if you're used to going, you know, to Miami and getting on a ship to the Bahamas. But it's the first time, first time I've been able to seriously look at river ships. So we're, we're going to start looking. Be, be happy to be on one and be able to give some accessibility reports from a river ship. That would be awesome. All right, that's going to wrap up today's news, folks. Let's go see over in the, who's in the chat room giving me a hard time today. Uh, let's see. Katie's with us bright and early. Katie, good heavens. I'm not used to seeing you this early. Sonny's with us. Hi, Sonny. Mike's with us. Good morning, Mike. Carol's here. Gretchen's here. We haven't seen Gretchen for a few days either. Today's my grandson's birthday too. He's three. That's awesome. Where's Tom? Uh, Thomas uh, may be packing his loincloth for Africa. He's going to go play Tarzan for a while. Now, they're getting ready to leave. Uh, he's allowed to be with us before it's over with. Sonny says, Gretchen, three's a sweet age. I, I'm, I hate to tell you, Gretchen, 50's not a very sweet age <laughs> for my bouncing baby boy. Of course, he's bigger than I am, too, so. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. There's Kevin, 30 and a wake up, of course. Yeah, 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 cruise homies. Absolutely. There's Dennis. Hello, Chili. I have an update about Central Grocery. They're doing repairs, and you get their malfalettas at the Sydney's Liquor Shop next door instead. Uh, well, I, you know. I would never think about going into a liquor shop. <laughs> I might take some of that back to my cabin, too, or to my room, too. Frazier and Seas with us. Hi, Frazier. Frazier's from Scotland. He's got one of those really funny accents. You think Pete's got a funny accent. Frazier's got a really a Scottish accent. Good to see you, Frazier. Gail's with us. Hi, Gail. She might look at that one. Come on with it. Um, then it says it's also Winnie the Pooh Day. Yeah, I saw that um, also in, in the list of, of things. I've never been particularly a Winnie the Pooh Day, a Pooh kind of person, but yeah, it's also Winnie the Pooh Day. Uh, Dennis, thank you. That's good to know about Central Grocery. Gail says that's on her bucket list. Well, I've done, you know, like I say, this year, you know, I've been on a partial Panama before. I've never done the full transits ever. So that got moved up to the top of my bucket list. 
I can't believe almost every cruise this year is going to Panama in one form or fashion, which that's okay. Nothing wrong with going to Panama. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, last year I did almost everything in the Eastern and the Western Caribbean, you know, and a couple of West Coast cruises, but, and, but most everything was Eastern or Western. I didn't care. I really don't care where cruise ships go as a general rule anymore, unless it's really a special itinerary that's something I want to do. Um, so, yeah, Panama was, you know, I kept coming up with the right deals to book cruises that stopped in Panama, but are either partial transit or just stopping uh, in Cologne. So I saw this one and I said, oh my goodness, let's see if I can get the right numbers now to make them work. So I got to make a phone call to see exactly what the, the single solo deal. This is not one of our our uh, our special passions for cruises. This is just one that I'm booking, Gail, by the way. So it out. So we'll see what we can come up with. Then it says for Panama Canal, only book the full transit. Well, yeah, but that's sometimes, sometimes, Dennis, when you're, you're a budget conscience uh, uh, cruiser, uh, you, and that also entails flying. And I was trying to avoid that at all costs this whole past year. Yeah, I'm going to start flying again. I don't like it, but I'm going to. Cindy's with us. Hi, Cindy. I was talking to somebody about you. Who was it? Hmm. I can't remember, but I was talking to you about about somebody. And it, yeah, it was I was all good, Cindy. You know, I love you to death. There's Hot Air Tom. Hot Air Tom, who was looking for you? Gretchen was looking for you. You're late. Nikki wants to know if you're ready for your big trip. Central Grocery uh, was roof was damaged by Ida a couple years ago. I came across a short by this daft creator who was in the liquor shop next door getting a mufaletta that said it was Central Grocery. <laughs> Typical Dennis Portnola, hurricane after hurricane. Amy's with us. Happy Wednesday. Looking forward to the, the new area when I go to the Bahamas in early June. Yeah, you'll be there right after everything is open. I, I tell you what, I'm liking what I see. Uh, I can't remember. I don't think I go back to the Bahamas, back to Nassau, at least. I can't remember. Oh, I can, I've got that pulled up. I don't remember going to Nassau early in the year. Uh, let me see. Breakaway does not. That's all Western. Enchantment goes to Freeport, but not to Nassau. Uh, of course, Caribbean Princess is all Western. Norwegian Joy doesn't go into the Bahamas. Liberty of the Seas goes north. That's a Halifax cruise. Then uh, Westerdam is Alaska. November the 10th is another uh, Western and uh, Panama. 
Yeah. Right now, as much as I talk about NASA, I don't have a cruise book going to NASA in 2023. How strange is that? For me, at least. Well, I'll have to fix that because I want to go see the Newport when it's, everything's open. Hot Air says, uh, getting there, worked on packing my bags last night. Will I be under the 70-pound limit? I'm in business class to get the higher weight. At least Norwegian gave its customer a year in advance notice before they could make air. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that helps some. I just, I just hate it when they do these things that, to me, should have been planned ahead of time that they wouldn't have to do this. And, and you know, that's going to piss some people off. And I don't, I don't want anybody to get PO'd at, uh, at a cruise line when it's not, you know, necessary. If they do something really stupid, okay, everybody can get angry. And me too. But these, these kind of things could be avoided. Uh, great, we are on the joy for back-to-back November 25th, Miami to Panama City, and then back to Miami. Will the ship show here her need for a refit? Well, I'll be on it before you, uh, Hot Air. And I'm not sure that the ship's necessarily, I mean, some of them, It'll show their wear more than others. Um, but, I mean, if, if they keep up to the every three-year thing, that's, you know, that's a pretty good schedule for them. Let's blame the dry, dry dock on azipods. Yeah, no, unfortunately, they're not talking about azipods here. 14 watching, watching only five thumbs up. Smash that button, folks. Thank you, Kevin. I do appreciate that. Is it possible the sudden dry dock is due to a mechanized issue that may have surfaced and they feel it can't wait to be addressed until a regular scheduled dry dock? Well, that's the problem. It's over a year away. So if it's something that can't wait, they would do it right now, you know. You know, with, with over a year until they do this, you'd think they'd have a little more sense about it. I don't know, maybe, I mean, maybe you're right. I don't know. I wonder if they knew it would be in dry dock but wanted the revenue from the bookings when the cruise lines were open for booking events. The blip, knowing they would later be canceled. Well, I, I hate to start any conspiracy theories like that, Dennis. I don't know. Because they're, yeah, yeah, they get the money, but then they got to give up the money. Maybe they'd be in a little better financial condition. It helps their cash flow at the time. But then it's got to come out at some point. That's that's a tough one. Um, I think it's more incompetence, left arm, not knowing what the right arm is doing. That's what it appears to me. And again, it's not, you know, it's not just Norwegian. You know, Carnival did the same thing here not too long ago. I always give some of these cruise lines the sad eye. Yeah, I appreciate that too. Who do you find to be the best cruise line 
that has the best solo rights. That is something, Gail, uh, on a personal basis, and I can't speak for Passions for Cruises. I have nothing to do with the company other than making suggestions, asking questions, and I'm going to host some of their cruises. They they do all the behind-the-scenes work and the setting-up stuff and, you know, everything. I mean, supposedly, this is going to be a pretty much fixed deal. I'll help promote it, of course, because I want it to be successful. Uh, so I get more cruises that I'll be hosting. But what I find for the best solo deals right now, MSC is the best because they rarely charge a supplement. And if there's any single supplement, it's low. I've been getting decent prices on some, not on all, but on some Holland America ships. Last year, I couldn't get anything on Holland America ships. Princess has had some pretty good on, again, on some, not on all. Carnival, as a general rule, is nothing. Occasionally, Royal Caribbean will run usually some kind of special or a sale that involves solos. You have to selectively watch that. Who else did I love? Royal Caribbean MSC. Um, yeah, that's it. So I'd say right now, the ones that I would look at if I was going to set up a solo cruise someplace would be MSC. And again, I like MSC. A lot of people still fuss about MSC. I happen to think MSC's food was good. Their um, entertainment is wonderful. Their service for me has always been really good. The only thing I have against MSC is the accessibility issues because I'm, you know, I'm uh, mobility challenged. They're not real good for uh, folks that are non-ambulatory. <clears throat> I mean, it's still doable, but there's issues. Princess, Holland America, Royal Caribbean. I'd also look at. So there's four cruise lines that I would, if I was researching anything, which I've been doing, I'm look. Those are, those are the leading candidates for me. So I'll pass that along to Gail. The Viking Mississippi is being built in Louisiana. Yes, it is. There are a number of of like Americans building a bunch of ships in um, of Maryland that are also supposed to be accessible. But now what I'm finding with America is that, and here's, I think, I have not talked to my friend Christy again. In fact, I'm supposed to get her back on because we've got something else to talk about too. But I'm going to pin her down on this. She's not real crazy about American. And I think the problem is American Cruise Line is accessible. They have one Handicap accessible cabin on the ship, on the whole ship. One. So uh, I can see why she wouldn't be real thrilled with them. I didn't realize that when I first saw that these new ships 
Now, of course, until one of them's completed that I can see how many accessible cabins they have. If they come out with all these lovely ships that would be accessible with one cabin, I'm going to be pissed. Excuse my French, but, you know, doesn't like Winnie the Pooh. Who hurt you, Jilly? Oh, my mother used to beat me with a yardstick. I probably deserved it. So, no, I don't have anything against Winnie the Pooh. I've just never been a particular Winnie the Pooh fan. I mean, I don't care for, uh, uh, what are all the crazy, um, with the kids, uh, the kid with the bar room glasses that everybody went nuts over. There was three, uh, three movies or something. Never got into that either. I never got into sci-fi. I was never particularly uh, into Star Wars and, and R2-D2 and all that said, yeah, it was just not in, of, of interest to me. I like travel. I like sports and bourbon. When I was younger, I liked girls. As I've gotten older, <laughs> hell with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chili's cruises back to back in November on the Joy. There's two full canal crossings is going out and coming back. Cindy would probably love to have you take her place. She's not uh, wanting cruises this year. Uh, in November. Hang on, hot air. Let me look real quick. I got something in November already. Oh, yeah, I know. I've got a November 10th cruise. And the first week in December looks like I will be doing, I'll be hosting a cruise. So I don't fit that schedule hot air, I'm sorry to say. So, where'd I go? I'm, I'm losing myself here again, folks. Um, we even have a handicap accessible aft balcony for those two cruises. Wow, that's nice. Um, what are the dates on it again? I, I, I have to go back and look, Tom. That's the end of that's the end of November into the f middle of December, correct? Uh, fantastic, Tom. Uh, yikes! Just had the circle of death. Comcast dropped the internet at work for a bit. Back now, okay. Uh, Dennis, exactly who doesn't love poop? Me, me. I'm the one that said that, uh, hot air, Tom. Um, Tom, while you're there, what's your dates on the joy that goes from the end of uh, November, middle of November? into December. Is that not correct? Starts the 25th. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's not going to work because I'm pretty sure the first week in December I'm doing a hosted cruise and I've got one booked in November already. Thank you, Dennis, for going back and picking that up. Um, so, yeah, that's that's not going to work uh, hot air. I've got... Um, 
November the 10th. I'll be off and I'll be done with that one. But the first week in December, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the first week and I'm committed to uh, hosting a cruise. So that's not going to work. I'll look at the dates in case. Uh, give, me a, give me a day or two to make sure that they're going to do this December, first week in December, which we've talked about. And I'll let you know. How's that? All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. Thanks for being with me. If you're new to the channel uh, and still with us today, I should have done this earlier on. Always, we appreciate the thumbs up like Kevin asked you to do. Smash that button. And uh, uh, if you have not subscribed to the channel, we've got a lot of new subscribers lately. I've had a nice little spurt here in the last uh, couple weeks. Please consider uh, subscribing. Bell notification lets you know when I go live or when a new video is posted. So that's going to wrap me up for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. Hopefully, one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises.